everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extras, episode 211. Yeah, in progress. <laughs> Correct. Uh-huh. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. We're back. Yeah, we're breaking and entering into your uh, RSS feed or Patreon page. <laughs> I don't know. Totally, that's what we're doing. Isn't that what um, a 211 is? Breaking and entering? Yeah. Or at least in the movies. I don't know about I, actual I real code. I what a 211 is. Yeah. I know what a, three, is I know what a 311 is. It's like a, a 90s ska kind of yeah, it's one of those bands. band thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's a word for it that's escaping me, but I don't care about 311. Uh, yeah, we're here to talk about Shia LaBeouf instead, the thing we care about much more. Oh, yeah. Because uh, we watched uh, 2007s. Is that right? 2007? Uh, according to the IMDb, yes. Okay, 2007's Disturbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my this is my fault. This is my fault. T- yeah, tell the fans why. <laughs> I well, I uh, you know when I when I start to like something from a writer or director or whatever, I'm like, hey, what else did they do? And uh-huh. uh, in looking over uh, Christopher Landon's filmography, he was a writer before. He, well, I mean, he, you know, he he righted the ship on the Paranormal Activity movies and. You know, did some other things before he branched off to like Happy Death Day and the Freaky and the things uh-huh. I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so one of his first writing gigs was uh, 2007's Disturbia, or co-writer at least. Uh, yes, co- the his co-writer went on to write your movie Unhinged, <laughs> I believe. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Strangely enough. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, the 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 co-screenwriter of this, Carl Ellsworth, uh, was the writer on Unhinged. So. Weird. I had no idea. I, yeah, I just um, you know, giving you some Good trivia, for him. giving you some trivia and stuff. Okay. Yeah, oh, he also wrote that Red Dawn reboot. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! But yeah, so this is uh, this is uh, a Shia LaBeouf movie. Uh huh. Hmm. What to talk about here? Well, uh, well, basically, this is a teenage version of Rear Window. Sure. Uh, Without, to the point without, where... Without the broken legs, it's more the uh, he's under house arrest. Right. As... His leg doesn't function because it is <laughs> tied to an ankle bracelet. <laughs> well, yeah. Did, did he just have one broken leg in rear window or is it both? I think it was just one. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. But uh, yeah, the, to the point where the, uh, the estate of the authors of the short story that rear window is based on sued oh. DreamWorks for this movie, huh. uh, they lost. Oh, Oh, no. The judge said, no, this movie has teenagers and hijinks, so therefore it's nothing like your short story. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, when Mr. LeBouf went to Washington, he went to the Smithsonian. Right outside was an airfield and then Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> I think is what yes. that, I think uh, is the version I remember. I think you're right. Uh, yeah. It's accurate. Geographically, <laughs> geographically accurate. Um. So this movie starts and Shia LaBeouf is hanging out with his dad. They're fly fishing. Mm -hmm. Things are fine. They get in the car to go home. And the dumbest car accident I've ever seen takes place. (laughs) I I mean, I almost want to say it's stupider than a stealth bus, but the stealth bus is stupider than this. But this is right up there with what in the fuck? (laughs) Actually, I, I, I disagree wholeheartedly. This is actually one of my pet peeves on the road is people do this shit all the fucking time and it needs to stop. And it's what I call swerving, uh, you know, or, you know, it's like last mm-hmm. second swerving. 
And people do this all the time. Like, you know, you're coming up to a red light or whatever, and people will wait to the last second and swerve over. And then, oh, shit, there's a parked car where I was driving behind a moving car. Sure. And it's like, yes, fucker, people do that. Think about what's behind you. And yeah. So, I mean, this happens on a grand scale because they're arguing or blah, 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 on the phone as well. Or, and so, you know, and, and it's Shia LaBeouf driving. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. mistake number one. Uh, yes. But. And it's not a transformer, so it wasn't there to drive for him. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so they, they, you know, this this truck, like, cuts them off or whatever and then swerves last second and they hit a parked... I mean, what the, the stupid bits of this are that these people are broken down and not on the side of the road. They're in the middle of the fucking road. You know, I mean, granted, this was like a mountainous road, I think. So sure. maybe there was not a shoulder or whatever to go and off yeah. on but whatever so they hit this car and then another vehicle basically like is what actually murders them because they flip over and and you know he's like hey dad dad you okay and then it's like uh-oh another yeah. car and dad's dead you know neither car stops no neither um, car responsible for this stops we don't so we don't know that. two cars that are unable to see other cars on the highway have murdered people and they're just like nah yeah <laughs> gotta get home so anyway, sure. So, uh, so this sh- breaks so Shia yeah. LaBeouf. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's Shia LaBeouf, so you know, there's there's going to be some level of assholedom there anyway. But then he's basically like, "I got a dead dad, so fuck everything." Um yep. And and then all right, here's here's what I I kind of actually appreciate about this movie and don't appreciate at the same time. All right, I mean, from a from a history progression standpoint, here's what I appreciate because. I feel like they are trying to do with Shia's character what they did with Tree in Happy Death Day. Because if you remember, Tree is awful at the beginning of Happy Death Day. And then somehow she by is. the end, you're like, I like Tree. And then by two, you're like, I actually really like Tree now. <laughs> you know, and it's like, that's a that's a character arc because she's awful at the beginning of that movie. And you, you... it's the point of that movie. It's right. a redemptive arc. Yeah. And this is like the same kind of thing because Shia is... All right, yeah, I sympathize with your dead dadness, but you know, you're also just the worst now, kind of too. Um, it's to, been a year; a year has gone by, right? But you know, he also has factors in his life that are also outside of his control because it was definitely out of bounds for his Spanish teacher to say what he said, how he said it. Okay, yeah. so he's in class, <laughs> right. and it's the last day, and you're supposed to stand up and give a speech in Spanish about what you're going to do for your summer vacation. Sure, which is dumb for, like, the 11th grade or whatever the hell he's in, but... Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, of course, go, it sta- just is like, nah, no English, and yeah. he, you know, and the Spanish teacher is just like, this is a betrayal. Mm-hmm. I'm marching over here, I'm going to embarrass the shit out of you, I am the king of this Spanish fiefdom that I'm in, uh... How dare you, sir? What would your dead dad think about this? And Shia's like, oh, no. And fucking lays him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it is the best punch I've ever seen a teenager throw. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll <laughs> give him that. So, like, the thing is, it's like, you're, you're torn because it's like, all right, you're out of line, Shia, but also the teacher is out of line. And the fact that, like, the actor playing the teacher delivered it like a, a breaking bag drug, drug dealer. You <laughs> yes. know, I mean, I'm just saying, it's the way he was playing. I'm not saying, this is not me being, like, casually racist about, like, hey, he's Hispanic, he's a drug dealer. I'm just saying, like, he was playing it like, this dude is just like, what would your dead dad think? And it's like... <laughs> You yes. If someone punctu- flips in this guy and just he is say, just like, oh if, hell no. If someone punctuates something, you know, it almost doesn't even matter what they say. But if they punctuate something with that trailing off, like, what are you gonna do? Hit me, kind of yeah. attitude. It's like, 
I'm gonna hit you, especially yeah. when you invoke my dead dad. You know, so you're gonna like, get hit. But <laughs> <laughs> my point is, is like they're all in the wrong. He gets house arrest, and everyone, you know. But he he continues to be shitty. Like, yeah, whatever. I punched him. F- suck a dick. But <laughs> and then he doesn't help himself because as he's under house arrest, it's like, all right. It was set up very briefly that his dad is an author because he's like, hey, I might do something like you know whatever take a vacation or something he's like dad you work at home blah you know whatever you're a writer so dad's made some money obviously they mm-hmm. live in a nice place his mom's they, uh, his, they have a sick ass house yeah. his bedroom is bigger than my entire house right his, his mom's <laughs> trinity uh from the matrix uh-huh. and yep. uh you know they got some money but then he's just like fucking technology that i didn't pay for <laughs> You know, I mean, he's just like, he's just throwing all of his shit, like my cell phone, fuck that, my Xbox, fuck that, and it's just like, you know, as a grown-up adult, I'm like watching this, I don't even have kids, and I'm like, fuck you, dude, like, like I know yeah. your dad's dead, but he, he you know, I, now I'm going to be the guy, like, what would your dad think if you're like, just throwing all your shit around, like, you don't care? Well, so, he's being shitty around the house, right, he's basically, right. he, now he's the, the kid yelling at his mom while right. he's on Xbox Live, because right. she dared to bring him, you know, a cold beverage to drink or something. <laughs> no, she's um, like clean up your room because he does live in a fucking pigsty. And well, yeah. So he he's like playing some fake Xbox Live, some super <laughs> duper fake Xbox Live. First of all, they're all super role playing their Ghost Recon or whatever they're playing, and then like Xbox Live just goes out and he's like, "What the hell?" And then he tries to log into iTunes and iTunes doesn't log in, and so his mom came in and was like. Yeah, I disconnected your Xbox Live and your iTunes. Uh, and he's like, fine, I'll just watch TV. And she literally cuts the cord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's after this that came, that that's the scene that made me text you and say, I want to murder Shia LaBeouf dead. Because... At which point? Because he becomes super perv spy kid? Or no? No, no. no because right. of what he does, she's like, would you clean up this house? And oh, so okay. what he does is go on this rampage towards the appliances in the house. Mm, like he right, stuffs... Right. Yeah. 12 loads into the dryer and gets on it and stomps on it to get it to close mm-hmm. and then just is flinging dishes into the dishwasher and just throwing detergent everywhere and just like ah fuck this I'm out you know and it's just like man fuck you dude like you were the I, fucking worst <laughs> I'm just realizing like how much of a fucking hypocrite I am because I always <laughs> quote the stupidest fucking movie in the babysitter don't tell mom the babysitter's dead with the dishes are done man <laughs> you know like that stupid fucking line from that stupid fucking movie and i say it all the time and yet because that's you know late 80s early 90s rebellious teens i'm okay with it it's different but like because i'm close to the same age as shia labeouf i'm like hey fuck you dude (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's it's stupid (laughs) like i'm realizing it yeah but it's also a shia labeouf and you know like he doesn't well because he's rebelling against nothing a little bit yes i mean I mean, first off, like, you're 17. I mean, maybe not for summer, you know, if you're even slightly fuckable like Shia LaBeouf. But, like, I mean, <laughs> most people would be like, house arrest? Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, three exactly. months? Like, you know, I mean, we know now that's a dumb pipe dream that no one should ever wish upon themselves. But yeah, at 17, you're probably like, oh, nothing but unlimited Xbox and hanging around the house? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Like, okay, so he loses his Xbox, his iTunes, and his TV, and then he's just like, I guess I'll have to play Vita. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, you've got fucking everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was probably PSP in 2007, to be fair. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. But, I mean, yes. Oh, yeah, that's a reason to be angry if you had a fucking PSP. (laughs) (laughs) UMDs, man. UMDs nuts. Watch, it's a fucking SpongeBob episodes on UMD. (laughs) Yeah, living the life, man. 
Anyway, anyway, so, so it's after this. He's just like, well, nothing. Go- I can't do literally anything. So I'm going to have to perv on my neighbors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, first, it's just like, hey, you know, I'm going to learn the patterns of like the goings on of of everything. And then it's just like, hey, new neighbors. And oh, look, new neighbors have a hot daughter and I'm going to spy on hot daughter. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that for like half a second, this movie becomes the like. I know. No, I really shouldn't. Like, you know, like the cabin, like the cabin of the woods thing, you know, like where it's like he's standing there like, ah, oh, fuck. And then like, hey, no, I can't let this happen. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, like, I I love that. That's like the most one of the most responsible scenes in a movie history ever. But of course, this movie does not. And then he's just like, well, I'm going to keep spying on her and stuff and set up all this other stuff. So. He basically is like, I'm going to spy on my hot neighbor, and also I'm starting to suspect uh, uh, David Morse, my other neighbor, is this killer that is being reported on the news because he's got a vintage Mustang that's the right color that they're reporting. Uh It has a ding. He's just generally, like, always mowing his yard and, like, being (laughs) super meticulous and shit, and he's just like, this guy's a weirdo, and anyway, but... Uh, he is also halfway into a feud with some neighbor kids that I don't understand how yeah. this, why this is a thing, how this is a thing. But the kids are like, haha, flaming, flaming bag of dog shit on your door. ha!" Huh? Mm-hmm. And this is just that's not an opening salvo. That's like the third round of this battle that they should be having. So I don't know how this got started, but he's just like, it, it is weird because oh, oh, no. it's well, all right. They don't say it because this, you know, they don't bother in this movie either. It's they start with the flaming dog poop bag and then like do the uh you know random uh water ballooning which yes you know in most movies would be water balloons filled with piss but right. he doesn't react like oh god i'm covered in piss it's just like you no. fuckers i'm gonna get you for throwing water balloons and it's like yeah the water balloon thing is like a mild distraction yeah, it's just I'm, like I'm hey saying, no get out of here water balloons are like I, you know that's one of those things like anybody might be like hey fa- oh whatever you got me a water balloon okay yeah. good one <laughs> yeah you know but yeah, a bag of shit on your door. Right. That's a little that bit different. He, uh, he reacts to it like, oh, dear heavens, a, yeah. a flaming bag on my porch. Yeah. Stomp it. It's like, no, dude, just let that burn out. You know exactly what that is. <laughs> you dumb idiot. Well, that's the double whammy. You lose either way because then you have like, you know, burnt dog shit on your porch. Right. Yeah. yeah so. But it's, like it's he chases after prank. those kids. Yeah. He chases after the kids after that. And that's that's how we get the. Oh, right. He's got the angle Egg, thing yeah. on that's going to go off. And boy, which, let me tell you, which, by the way, sure... like Viola Davis is just like not his parole officer, just like his ankle bracelet monitor. And yeah. I, I know this is 2007, but that was just like, all right, like good, good get <laughs> for this weird side character. I mean, also, like, there's absolutely no reason for Carrie Ann Moss to be in this movie other than like, I don't know, she probably needs a job because she got horribly typecast, <laughs> you know, in her first yeah. role, <laughs> you know, so yes. <laughs> yeah yeah but like this sets up the whole gimmick of the movie which is like okay he's got the bracelet on he can't go out of this perimeter of his house which you think in the climax of the movie is going to be like the big deal like mm-hmm. he's got to get over the goal line to get the cops to come to save him but it's it's literally not that at all it is it is such a red herring in this because it, well they do it once but it doesn't work out <laughs> you know i mean i'm saying <laughs> no, like, no, it doesn't. no i'm saying like that's how they get the cops to come out one time with yeah. with one of the plots, he's like, haha, like you know, I can get over here and do the thing, and also the cops will be on the way, and you know, right, yeah, but yeah, it's it is not how the movie ultimately wraps up. But. No, yeah, um, he's got an annoying friend who comes back from Hawaii, which is where they were supposed to go, mm-hmm. and then they hang out, and then 
the girl gets drawn into this and they all hang out and like, they're still not really redeeming Shia yet because she's like, I got to go. I have a party. And he's like, wait, what? And it's like, yeah, I made friends. See ya. Well, they, all right. They had been hanging out a bit more than that. I mean, all right. It, it is a bit of a stretch for her, like, you know, the reason she comes over. I mean, he says hi to her, like, one time in passing, right. and she comments, like, hey, you can't really go anywhere. I mean, she also saw him getting tackled by the cops the first time he <laughs> jumped over the line for the dog poo incident. Yes, but... and she absolutely knows he's spying on her. Right. I was, yes. I mean, <laughs> but it, she actually catches them because the, the dumbass friend, like, knocks something <laughs> over onto the window, and then, or actually, right. like blinks the uh, binoculars right into the window and that's just she yeah. just comes over like you know like penthouse forum thing like still dripping wet like hey do you have any sugar i got locked out of my house and my cable's broken and, you know like, I, yep and, all I, heard, of those and I heard you ordered a large italian sausage she said, I don't know. <laughs> yes every porn setup she fixes right. the cable everything yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean it's just like and then she's just like oh hey what are you doing you like this isn't creepy at all as you're spying on everybody and me uh anyway like let's be friends and then they're like super best friends for a day and then she's like well terribly sorry you can't come to the party that i'm having but then she's just like looking over at him constantly and they're like macking on all the dudes like obviously <laughs> trying to provoke a response i mean they're it's it's this dumb weird cat and mouse thing until like eventually he's just like hey and then what does he end up blasting like loving you or whatever yes <laughs> yeah yeah he, he plugs a contraption yeah. into his giant <laughs> Which is weird because she comes over and she's like, hey, turn that shit off. And then like never goes back. I think she ends up like making out with him and like never goes back to her party. And it's like or something. I don't remember. Well, because like she goes over there mad, like, how dare you? And then this is when he gives his speech. Like, I'm just a boy trying to figure out the world, man. Right. And she's like, oh, my God, I love you. And then it's on. It's it's real dumb. But of course. Yeah. Like his reaction to that was just, man, fuck you, guy. I absolutely cannot stand you. But anyway, she's back on board. And then it's like okay, we got to figure out what David Morse has done and how do we catch him? And there's, you know, it's a bunch of like, ah, we got him now. And, oh, no, we don't. And then they do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's basically I mean, the rest of the movie. No, I mean, it is. It, it's a lot of like, oh, it's not actually him. And then, you know, hey, dude, why don't you sneak in? Because I, I really believe it's him. Like, what about this? <laughs> and what about this? Because like, you know, they catch him like dragging a bloody bag into his garage at one point. They're like, dude, we got to sneak in and see what's in that bag. And, and, and then... You know, it ends up being like a hacked up deer that you he supposedly ran over and just was trying to you know save somebody else having to do it. The officers were like, yeah. "What do you have to say for yourself?" And <laughs> and then you know all this dumb stuff. And then like dumbass friends like, "Oh shit, I left my cell phone in his car when it broke into his car." Oh no. And yeah. Anyway, but yes, of course he ends up actually being the serial killer because you know, yeah, reasons and stuff. But. It's weird because he kind of re- reveals himself when there's at, at a point where there's really no reason to do it. Uh, sort of, yeah. The, the kid's been totally discredited. There's no, nothing's going to happen from this. And then he's just like, nah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bash your mother in the face and murder everyone involved. <laughs> yeah. Sort of, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, all the, the main people make it out okay. Doesn't his friend make it out okay now, too? His friend makes it out. The only one who doesn't is the cop, the cop who was yeah. the cousin of the Spanish teacher. Right. They, and I'm like, they, man, you punched that Spanish, te- Spanish teacher and got that cop killed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like they give they give the cop a mild villain arc because he's just like, I don't know. He's kind of a dick. Like, the, the first time he shows up, like, yeah, I'm the cousin of the guy who punched. It's like, really? He kind of is, really but he never really goes him? overboard with it. No, but, like, he's just the first to, like, 
revel in tackling him after he's just like <laughs> not even gonna listen to him like hey i i jumped over the line i came right back i forgot you know dude just it's like, shia labeouf you would tackle him too he'd be like kid fuck you look I, I can't believe i'm the one that's internet defending shia labeouf here because i don't know i can't believe this position you put me in look i i will just say suffice to say there are like there are a lot of movies <laughs> That are older than five plus years where like all of a sudden they will just rub me the wrong way. You know, I, like I said, I don't. Animal House. Yes. I mean, Animal House. Like watching <laughs> Animal House now, it's just like I cannot fucking uh, stand for any of this. Like this right. isn't funny anymore or anything. Stop living in filth. Yeah. <laughs> the Dean is right. <laughs> I, I mean, like it, part of its age, part of it's like, you know, the five plus years or so ago that the world decided to wake the fuck up in some regards. Sure. You know, I mean. Like I said, I'm not on some like PC crusade or whatever, like can't enjoy old things. I am saying that I've become very sensitive to this and some and some things, some older things, especially if I don't already have a pre-existing uh, love or even like of, I you know, I have a hard time overlooking it, especially like some of these 80s things like, you know, I sure fucking hated Pretty in Pink, I think it was because it was just like, mm-hmm. what the hell is like, oh, <laughs> you know, like you're you're smarter than this. You know, it's like you're smarter than this person. You're better than this fucking wacko. It's like, you know, <laughs> like anyway, just respect yourself, women and any stuff. But I'm saying like this movie for all of that. I'm kind of OK with it. Like, I'm not condoning Shia LaBeouf's actions. In fact, they were pissing me off, especially the like not, not like the pervy stuff is wrong, but it's like it's 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 blase attitude of like, yeah, we have money, but I don't give a shit was really pissing me off even more. It's the other ones like, all right, I kind of get it. Just stop perving on the girl like the rest of it's just like it's not any different than a shut in grandma does of like, hey, you know, Alexa, what them kids doing? You know, like, you know, like, <laughs> you know it's, like it's the same kind of thing. Like every every shut in person gets this paranoia where it's like, I guess I'm just going to be super invested in the world around me thing, you <laughs> right. know, because it's all I have. But, yeah, you know, like I said, I I feel like this movie mostly gets over the hurdle. Like or by the end, I was actually. I was with the drama and uh, tension and whatnot. Like I was actually thinking oh, the tension works. Yeah. Why I'm saying like, I actually thought like this sudden labyrinth under the dude's house was interesting <laughs> and stuff, you know, where it's just like, you, you think he's, you're just going to this guy's house and he's like, wait, this garage was separate and there's like this special area. And then it's like, oh shit, he's got a basement and oh shit, he's got a weird fucking. Yeah, Cause he mail ordered yeah. the blueprints to his house to, right. to yeah. compare. Cause Right. That's the thing. No, you actually can do that. I, I know, yeah. I know. But, but anyway. you usually have to go down to the courthouse and do it. You can't just like it. send me my neighbor's blueprints. <laughs> sure, I don't know. I, I'm just saying. I, I'm not saying this is the best thing, but this is. I I actually think this is this is one of those things I would lump in with the pretty good PG-13 horror movie esque things out there. Like, it's like, better than a lot of the things that came out around this time. I'll say that. Sure. I just, I mean, like, this was one of those where I was like, oh, this is pushing some boundaries and, in, in, you know, in that ratings level where I'm like, there's actually some really disgusting and disturbing things happening here that are, I feel like, beyond a PG-13 rating, especially, like, when he falls in the body pit and it's like, you know, heads are floating up and shit. But, I mean, you know, we had this in Poltergeist and that was, right. you know, PG back in the day, right? Yeah, they yeah. they were Raiders of the Lost Ark style yeah. skeletons. Right. <laughs> they weren't, like, dripping yeah. with goo. Right. I mean, you know, like I said, it's just... I would put this along like lights out and things like this, where it's like, I think this is pretty good for a PG 13 horror movie. Like this mm-hmm. is very serviceable and I don't think insulting, you know, it's one of those things like, unless you really are 
watching out for that. Like you're offended by a PG-13 horror movie. Like this movie, I don't think you'd even notice really, you know. But the thing is, I, 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 I mean, I don't I, know. If, I don't know if horror movies the right way. I mean, to me it is because like I said, I've always said, you know, Silence of the Lambs is much more a horror movie to me than like, you know, fucking Freddy or Jason or things. It's like, I'm not scared of a, you know, a undead ghost thing. I'm scared of the fucking psycho that lives next door. <laughs> it's it's weird how little play the actual plot of the movie gets. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really not a big component of the movie, and there's not a lot of urgency to it because there are several points where he's like watching the news and it's like, okay, this dude has a classic car and it's blue and it's dented. Mm-hmm. And then he looks out the window and he sees a classic car that pulls up that's blue and it's dented. He's like, hmm, that's unusual. And it's like, no, th- you call that in. Like, th- you call the tip line and you're like, hey, come check this out. Sure. You don't wait 48 hours and you're like, oh, he painted the car and fixed it. Uh, you know. Yeah. I know. I, I know. It, it just seems it, it downplays its, like, thriller elements until all of a sudden it just explodes with tension. Um, yeah. I No, I, I, I get it. Like, I, I mean, I think the Fright Night remake is a better example of this same kind of thing of, like, the, you know, next door menace. You know, mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. thing where it's like mm-hmm. no one was going to believe me, and this, you know, every every time I try to I- I involve adults, they're just like, "What the fuck? He's a totally normal <laughs> dude. He's got a truck and he fixes shit." You know, it's like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like that, that you know, the boy who cried wolf kind of you know, plot yeah. thing, and that's basically what this is. It's you know, and it mixed is. with Rear Window, you know, so it's just he doesn't really ever call cry wolf, except that you know, they're just they. They kind of skip the the wolf crying is him getting caught getting out of the perimeter of his house. That's what I mean. And also, like, you know, it's kind of implied that, like, even if he called the cops and says, hey, I think my neighbor might be the psycho guy, they'd probably be like, you're the fucking kid under house arrest. Fuck off. You know? Yeah. They would route it to the mean cop and he would be like, ah, not listening to your crap, kid. Right. Exactly. Um, So I I mean, not defending him or his actions or whatever. I just I, I had kind of a tree arc <laughs> tree arc <laughs> yeah they make they make those call of duty games uh, yeah they do yeah. Uh, no like it's sort of a, <laughs> a tree character arc with shia not to the extent i'm saying like this is a proto tree a seed if you will <laughs> yeah an acorn if you will acorn okay. the uh yeah i'm saying like i can see where he would do it better in in happy death day down the line you know mm-hmm. i'm saying like i i I definitely like Shia and felt more sympathy for him as the movie progressed. I will say that. Well, I so I think my problem with the quote unquote redemptive arc is that the end of this movie has him straight up murder his neighbor in a gruesome fashion after going through just a tunnel of horrors. He's already mentally snapped anyway. This isn't going to be like, I'm a good kid now. No, he's going to need therapy forever. <laughs> Well, now you're just like, you know, the uh, Guns Akimbo ending it. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, you're just like, well, you know, clearly nobody walks away from a horror movie just without PTSD and a horrible, you know, life. You know, <laughs> I just it's going to be the Karate Kid, too. Like in six months, he's going to be like, ah, the girl moved away. I'm mm-hmm. I'm surly. I'm alone. And oh, I got you know. I got house arrested in Okinawa. And there's a new <laughs> lady that I'm watching out the window. Right. Yeah. Yes. He goes overseas. And- right. Yeah. So I don't know. I just with the way this ends, I'm like, I don't think that's going to fix him. <laughs> I think this is just going to make whatever's broken in him, in him even worse. Um, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I'm not. I'm, 
I mean, Disturbia too. Clearly, he's the guy. You know, like, it's. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's David Morris in, in Disturbia too. Like, you know, obviously. In fact, Shia would actually probably be down to make this if we pitched him Disturbia too. I think we could call Christopher Landon and say, like, "Look, man, how would you like to redeem Disturbia?" And no, we'll I think Shia's been canceled. I don't think we can. Wait, what did he do? That. What do you do wrong besides just being a fucking psychopath? Did he actually do I, bad things? I yeah yeah oh, there okay. was some. He I got can't canceled. keep up. I really. I know. Yeah. I know it's hard. I know. No, I just thought like he self canceled. Really, like I'm not famous anymore and all that. No, no, there were some actual like uh, okay. accusations. And all right, stuff, so. fine. But uh, fine, fine. I mean, it's it's a good thought. Like if he wasn't a psychopath, he would do a good job playing the psychopath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he does have several proto no 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 no's in this. He does that <laughs> three or four times. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a bit where he. <laughs> enhances an image from like a mm-hmm. oh did the you, world's did, worst did you do it because i clearly did it when i was watching i was going enhance <laughs> yes <laughs> give me a uh, section just give me uh, a, grade 43 to 46 yeah enhance. it's just a 0.01 megapixel camera and he's just zooming in and every time he zooms in it gets nice and crisp until he can see like yeah there's a like, lady in a bag in the house mm-hmm. <laughs> like i like uh no <laughs> sorry dude um, I mean, yes. Does this movie not commit to things that it should have? Absolutely. I could see that, like, this would piss a lot of people off. Because there's also, um, I mean, there's, there's the Palma elements that are hinted at in this. Because, like, he's got this whole, mm-hmm. you know, like, David Morse's M.O. of killing people are, like, redhead waitresses and club girls and shit like that. Like, people that aren't going to necessarily get missed. And, like, right. it's weird. It's like he's almost conscious of being or no he did see shia watching him so like oh yeah he, he allowed, sees yeah. shia watching well him. yeah i mean like he can like he catches him watching him through binoculars while like he's clearly you know trying to murder this lady in his house and then like puts on a red wig and her dress and then like drives her car away and so shia's like let's with uh, this movie's full of like you know if they'd been handled better like interesting hitchcocky and like red herring things where it's just like oh you know uh, like red herring uh, oh hey yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah i get it get uh, it it's I, a clever thing in the script red herring uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> i think i did that pun with the um uh fuck what was that movie the thing i watched that i'd never seen that was a um <laughs> god damn it my brain has just gone completely broken it was an aaron sorkin script i'd never seen it it's one of his first like oh, malice malice yeah i'm pretty sure i made a red herring joke yeah. with that because there's a red wig in that as well i believe yes yeah good job yeah <laughs> anyway <sorry. laughs> said all that to say i just forgot words and names and stuff uh, uh-huh anyway i'm not saying this movie's great i just i appreciate that it's like trying at least to do more interesting things that you know, almost like a Francis Coppola Dracula homage sort of to like Hitchcock De Palma style things. I'm not, I mean, I mean, De Palma's horror things are clearly an homage to Hitchcock. So this is like homaging an homage of an homage, of an homage kind of thing. Right. You know, right. throw in some shallow grave and you got it all. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> I'm just saying like, I appreciate that at least it's, I could see that it was written by someone who would go on to write better things. You know, sure. if that makes any sense. Like, I see... Yeah, it's Unhinged like, oh. is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing that there's, like, some, there's some clever shit in here that maybe didn't get executed exactly correctly. I mean, because, right. like, the director guy... Not, DJ Caruso. Yeah, not the best. I mean, you know, we've, like, some things here and there, I think. I liked the Triple X 3 thing he did, but, you know, like... 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Whatever. Salt and Sea is a good movie, too. It's a weird movie, but it's good. Anyway. You're right about that. Uh, yeah. I guess we rate it. Okay. It's Disturbia. It is. Forget Go it, Jake. <laughs> it's Disturbia. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it two jocks. I mean, okay. I think I think it's a little bit better than like a, hey, yeah, sure, check that out. I Like I said, if you can get over Shia LaBeouf... I'm not. I, apparently, I just joined his Internet Defense Force for his character, <laughs> not for him. I don't know what he did, so I'm not defending him. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I like I said, it's it's interesting to me enough that I would actually maybe even think about watching this again sometime. Okay. Um, I would give it another chance, but I coming away from it after a first viewing, I was not thrilled with it. Um, I'm gonna give it two bags. I I don't despise it or anything i just think his character is really hard to get over uh in terms of an arc it's just he he doesn't get he doesn't get what he deserves along the way in the arc if that makes sense like he doesn't necessarily lose anything uh Uh, yeah so i i i just for I don't know. I, I feel like, yeah, he, he stepped up and did the right thing for his mom, but I'm not necessarily sure that he will the next day be any different than he was before, except more fucked up because he murdered a man. <laughs> um, but I, I will say this about him as an actor in this film is that he can he can emote intensity better than a lot of people I've seen. Um, like when he punches the teacher, I'm like, oh shit like when he's trying to get away from david morse and doing stuff like they're being thrown around and he's like throwing chairs at him and stuff and it's it's it doesn't feel like fake prop acting it feels like shia labeouf is is trying to murder people on set um the scene where david morse is has captured him and has him his mouth duct taped and he's just telling him everything he's gonna do like to his mom and everything that's some good acting so there were bits of it that I liked. I just I think the character is just so unbelievably insufferable that I can't get on board with this movie. Although I like the thriller aspects of this movie. I think the intensity goes places it needs to go. I just also feel like it wanders around way too much and doesn't really get in there uh like it should. I feel I feel like David Morse should have integrated himself into things more so that by the end he's he's just revealing all of these things that he did to fuck with him or whatever I don't know I just ah <laughs> see I, I it's it's funny I feel like you're actually you know I feel like I want this to be more of a Christopher Landon movie and you want this to be more of the other guy's movie because it sounds like you want him to be more <laughs> fat Russell Crowe and unhinged I mean like I mean because like as unhinged and crazy as he was, I mean, that dude was also like a fuck with people mastermind. I mean, as far as like the moving cell phones and hiding them over here and taping the fucking iPad under the seat. It's like, I mean, it's like, Jesus Christ, man, when did you do all this? (laughs) Why don't you just murder them and get it over with? Like, why do you have this much time in your hands? (laughs) Right. Like there, there was the scene where after his friend had, had gotten caught in the house Mm -hmm. And then he gets a text on his phone and he's like, look at the TV. And then it's a picture of his friend. He's dead. And he's like, oh, he's in his closet. Oh, shit. But no, it's just his friend being a dumbass. That lends to the whole like, well, maybe David Morse didn't do anything. But 
you're also an hour and 10 minutes into the movie and you're like, of course, David Morse did something. Otherwise, what am I watching? <laughs> so they never they never set up another red herring to where it's like, well, maybe it's not him. It's like, no, of course it's him. It has to be him. <laughs> there's there's no one else in that with Viola Davis going to show up and be like, it's me. <laughs> yeah. No. So um, also, I kind of feel like uh, and I'm only saying this because I watched it recently, but I feel like the Burbs does this exact same story a whole lot better. Uh, so with, with characters who are not as detestable as, as the one in this is. So, uh, oh God, I mean, I can't stand Tom Hanks. He's just, ugh. okay. <laughs> Has anyone ever uttered those words? I mean, like, yes. I, I thought I was just trying something like new, like, no, no. Okay. I, I mean, of course there's contrarians who hate Tom Hanks because oh, of there, are, there are, there's kids today. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I know you've been off the internet for a little bit, but there, I, not long ago, maybe a month or so ago, there was just this thing going around of like, you know what? Tom Hanks has never made a good movie. And I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Oh. It's like some film writer for some blog or something was just like, I, oh, I got to say it. Tom Hanks, not very good. Just never made anything good. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a very established writer who's clearly yeah. not trolling anyone. No, no. Yeah. yeah. That was a fun day on the internet. <sighs> yeah. How many dumbasses stepped up to say, you know, I think you're right. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people just were like, thank you. Yes, finally. Someone said it. And I'm like, what? I mean, <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, look, I mean, this is not the discourse that has to be happening. <laughs> discourse that has to happen right here. But okay what what qualifies making a movie being in it or actually making it because that thing you do is fucking amazing and he's barely in it but then like okay he's a voice in toy story and you can't tell me that like you don't like one of those i mean i think i think the premise of the argument was he has never been associated with anything that can be called a great movie okay i mean amongst the four tours toy story movies there is one that is for you <laughs> and then there's saving private ryan uh mm -hmm. not, i mean this is like, like i'm trying to dig into like ones you might not necessarily think of first uh road to perdition is fucking amazing and fuck anyone who says otherwise um <laughs> like i'm just saying like that is a movie that gets slept on all the time and that movie is fucking amazing um <laughs> so i mean i, I yeah mm -hmm. i mean yeah whatever Anyway, those people are bad, and they yeah, they sure. should do, they should feel bad. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll I'll uh, you know I I agree with a lot of the criticisms about Forrest Gump, and I like to jump on the yeah Forrest Gump sucks bandwagon. But you know what? Mm -hmm. I actually like watching Forrest Gump. I'm not going to lie. Sure. I can't actually be. I can't commit fully to that contrarian bit. I will agree. It is a bad message, and 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 some it, some poorly yes. written dumb things in that movie. <laughs> but but I you know it does not lessen the fact that it was a pretty good cinematic accomplishment. At <laughs> and there's at, a lot of good stuff in Forrest right, Gump. The 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 runaway popular opinion of Forrest Gump is one of the things where you're just like ah shut up about Forrest Gump. Yeah. Um. But yeah, also there's some real dumb shit in that. So. Yes. Uh. But yeah. Um. I tell you where there's not dumb shit, and mm. that's at our Patreon. I don't know. Uh, this show's on there, and we've said a lot of dumb shit. Uh, <laughs> so no, no, <laughs> uh, no. I mean, I'm I'm on this show, and I <laughs> I remember. I mean, I don't remember saying it, but I know I've said some dumb shit. Uh, Fine, I'll change the premise. If you're a fan of dumb shit, mm -hmm. yes, there you go. <laughs> you'll want to go to Patreon.com/slash/BMFcast and give us a dollar. And we will give you all the dumb shit. Mm -hmm. uh, if you give us more than a dollar, we will give you even more. 
It's it's it, the the as the money goes up, the amount of content goes up, and it's all exactly what you want. I can say that definitively. <laughs> okay. If you're listening at this point in this podcast, uh, and you are not a patron of the show, you should be. Yeah. Because you're obviously invested in the at this. So get invested with us. Invest your dollar or <laughs> in us, and you will get a return that is amazing. You're, you, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, that kind sounded of... like math and stuff, and I tuned yep. out, so I don't know what okay. you're saying. Numbers. Something. The numbers go up. That's yeah. all you need Oh, there we go. That's the part <laughs> yeah. I like. <laughs> you're a natural, Chuck. Yeah. Number, thanks. That is. <laughs> so goodwill hunting over here. Yeah. Um, so, uh, until next time, when we come back and watch another movie and talk about it, for this podcast, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. <laughs> and this is Bamcast Extra. Hour.